you're listening to Earl Francis on this week's Rehash. Ponder upon this. Will you lose your religion if divinity was taken away? Welcome to this week's Rehash. As the story goes, told by Luke, when the apostles returned, they told Jesus everything they had done. Then he slipped quietly away with them toward the town of Bethsaida. But the crowds found out where he was going, and they followed him. He welcomed them and taught them about the kingdom of God, and he healed those who were sick. Late in the afternoon, the twelve disciples came to him and said, Send the crowds away to the nearby villages and farms, so they can find food and lodging for the night. There is nothing to eat here in this remote place. But Jesus said, You feed them. But we have only five loaves of bread and two fish, they said. Or are you expecting us to go and buy enough food for this whole crowd? For there were about five thousand men there. Jesus replied, Tell them to sit down in groups of about fifty each. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward the heaven, and blessed them. Then, breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving the bread and fish to the disciples so they could distribute it to the people. They all ate as much as they wanted, and afterward, the disciples picked up twelve baskets of leftovers. Another version of this story is that when Jesus showed great generosity to the crowd with gratitude for God's abundant provisions, that the people themselves, who mostly were hesitant, shared the food that each brought amongst themselves and even had leftovers. Blasphemous? Probably. But when was the last time you went to an event and didn't think about the food you are going to eat during and after? Don't you pack snacks when you are going on a trip? We still do this even though we already know that there will be a 7-Eleven or a gas station somewhere that we can stop and grab something to go. Do you think that those people who lived in desert conditions wouldn't have had the sense to at least bring some food for themselves? Some would say that version of the story takes away the divinity of Jesus and undermines the miracle that he performed. Well, I say, when was the last time you saw anyone give their last bread and fish to the next guy even though they were hungry as well? When was the last time you gave your last dollar to the bum on the street that looks stronger than you and is able to work but chooses not to and just asks for handouts instead? Can it not be considered a miracle when a person sets an example and moves another person's spirit and mind to give? Does that diminish the fact that 5,000 people were fed without spending a dime? Or grabbing more taxes for that matter? Do we only believe it's a miracle if it comes as a grandiose spectacle? Isn't feeding 5,000 people majestic enough? When was the last time you did that? If we lose faith when the divinity of the miracles are questionable, how are we any different than the hypocrites of that time? You're listening to Arrow Francis on this week's Rehash. Most of us look for the grandiose when it comes to miracles. For the Catholic religion, there is even a whole team of scientists and investigators assigned to determine if an alleged miracle can officially be proclaimed as a miracle by the church. They try to make sure that there is no logical explanation other than a divine intervention. Understandably, they have to do that to preserve the stability of the organization. But for us regular folks, Maybe finding the wonder in the logical and mundane is what we need to realize 
that God is in all creation. This is Earl Francis for this week's Rehash. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to hit that support button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.